Do you need help discovering how to find joy this holiday season? Because life isn't necessarily joyful right now. Maybe you're going through a challenging life season, or maybe the holidays bring up all kinds of emotions tied to your past, or they remind you of the loss of a loved one. I understand. I get it. I've totally been there. And we can put all kinds of guilt and shame on ourselves that we should feel joy because it's Christmas or that it's Thanksgiving. It's like this double whammy where we're supposed to put on this happy face when we don't feel happy. So that's the focus of today's episode. We're going to talk about how to discover real joy, joy found in Christ during the holiday season when we don't necessarily feel joyful. All right, let's get started. Welcome to the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast, a place for practical ideas and powerful inspiration to help you step out of stress and overwhelm and into a balanced life full of peace, purpose, and meaning, the full vibrant life that God has planned for you. So find a cozy spot and let's get started on today's episode. Hey friend, the holidays are here and I know you want to create a holiday season that's full of joy, peace, and calm, not overwhelm and stress. I do too, and that is why I have a specific process I go through each year to create the most restful and joy-filled holiday possible for me and my family. And now I want to take you through that process too in this brand new resource, the Holidays Without Overwhelm Masterclass, so that you can create a calm holiday season focused on Christ that works for your family. I'll give you the specific tools you need to say yes to the restful holiday you want and no to overwhelm and stress, including a flexible week-by-week rhythm for your family that's based on your capacity, tools to keep you organized, to put your mind in the right place, and even an optional Christmas Bible study that focuses on preparing your heart for Christmas. I can't wait for you to go through this with me. Sign up now for the Holidays Without Overwhelm Masterclass at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash holidays. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Michelle, and as a Christian life coach for women, I'm here to empower you to create life balance, to cultivate a daily connection with Christ, and overcome the mindsets that hold you back from becoming your best self. The holidays are wonderful, but oh my gosh, they can bring so much pressure. It's like they elevate the emotions and beliefs that are already out there that we're feeling because we're under this extra stress and we're around people maybe that we're not normally around. Holiday joy is possible, however, because I've found in my own life that joy itself is always possible, even in the darkest situations, but it can be hard to discover it if things are especially difficult and if we don't have the encouragement and the help from others who can help us see it. You know, it's 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 difficult sometimes to find that. And so I want to help you make it easier today. I want to help you get some different glasses on, so to speak, so that we can't necessarily take away what you're going through, but we can give you the ability to discover God's hope, God's joy, and God's love through the season because it is possible to see it. So I'm going to share with you some thoughts on how you can discover holiday joy. And I'm going to mention some resources along the way that can be really helpful in this situation. So as we go along, see what sticks for you, see what works, and we can go from there. All right. The first thing I want to share is that your feelings are real. It's okay to feel them. 
We don't have to pretend that life is always perfect, that life has, we have everything figured out, that everything's going perfectly smoothly. Um, we all have those reasons not to be joyful. And it's okay to feel disappointment and anger about what's going on in our lives. God gave us emotions and it's healthy to experience them. We can find healthy ways to express them, right? I'm obviously not advocating like, you know, punching a wall or (laughs) hurting people or things like that, but things like journaling or prayer, releasing it to God, which we're going to talk about in a minute, counseling. Maybe it's something really deep and really big. And the holidays have this way of, again, bringing out these things in a a new way. So it might be time to to sit down with a professional counselor and, and, and go through and work through some of those things. Maybe just even a trusted friend, depending on on what you're going through. But, you know, it's like sometimes we want to just move past the feelings. We we go through these difficult things and we think, okay, I'm just going to just like pretend they're not there and just go forward, right? And get, keep myself busy and just pretend. And it's like, oh my gosh, that place, being in that messy, vulnerable place is where the healing comes. That's what I've found time and time again. So again, encouraging you, you don't have to fake this, Right. Your feelings are real. Get them out, share them, and work through them. And the other thing is, and as we're going through this, we have a choice on what we do with those feelings. And what we choose to focus on grows. This is such an important concept and what I have been learning about so much in the past few months. You see, because emotions are great, again, they're God-given, but they become a problem when we marinate in them because they have the power to change our thoughts dramatically and to affect our beliefs and to create these stories in our brain that our brain begins to filter and process things a little differently. Um, I was thinking about that, um, something that I went through actually last uh, last spring, I would say it was. I had this thought and I attached a lot of emotion to it regarding um some women that I knew. And I started thinking this over and over and over. And I found myself just whenever I would encounter these people, I would feel really uncomfortable. And it wasn't something that had shifted from their perspective. It was something that I had allowed myself to marinate in. And I had to really get to the root of and really see where was this coming from, right? So why is this, why are thoughts important? Well, I've done several episodes on this and I can link to those in the show notes for this episode, which will be episode 40. So you can go to the show notes at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash episode dash 40. But it's this concept um, of how our thoughts combine with our emotions to create beliefs. And then our beliefs create our decisions. Our decisions create our actions and our actions create our results. And this is the process that I work with my clients through in my group coaching program, in which is called Reset, and also through my one-on-one coaching. I help them move and, and discover these, these feelings that we have allowed to become beliefs and that are now running the show and how they're filtering the world. And so we have a choice on how to handle them. And what I encourage them to do is to discover what those are and then to f- choose to focus on a different part of that. And again, that's a whole process that I take them through. But what I want you to hear here is that how what we choose to focus on grows. And so if we choose to focus on the difficulties, it doesn't mean what that we can still we can still experience them. I'm not saying we can't experience them because we need to go through them. But if we focus on them without finding healing and just wallowing in them, then we can risk it causing this this damage and these stories later on down the road. 
And it makes me think of this um, principle that I read in a book by Hal Elrod. It's called The Miracle Equation. And he talks about lots of things in this book, but he talks about this one concept of when we hear some sort of devastating news or we're upset about something, this is what he does. And he says that he allows himself for five minutes to feel every bit of emotion, to get angry, to yell, to scream, to do whatever he needs to get it out. And then after that, he decides, well, I'm done with it. I'm not going to focus anymore on it. And I'm going to move on, right? Now, again, obviously, there are some big things. I'm not saying, oh, you know, you have some horrible incident happen in your life. You're not just going to have time to process it, especially with in a, with a professional like a counselor who might help you through trauma or something. I'm not suggesting that at all. Um, but sometimes we let these little things just just get in our brain and, and there's this, this bee in our bonnet that sticks around all day long. And we, we really do let them fester too long, don't we, ladies, right? We're just, we're just mad at that person for this or this or this or that. And sometimes we just need to release and to let it go, right? And just decide, I, I can't do anything about this. I'm not going to focus on it anymore. And I'm going to just do something else. And Because these are the things that steal our joy. These are the things that keep us locked in these just these patterns of of maybe um, feeling sorry for ourselves or just just dealing with this annoyances, right? They just kind of all build up. So, as as I said again, releasing it um, reminds me of this third thing, and that is release. Literally releasing the frustrations we feel to God and leaving it there, so that we can exchange them for the joy. And when I teach women how to create this um, authentic daily relationship with God through my courses and through coaching, um, part of the model that I teach includes this part called release. So what release is, is this daily just lifting up to God, literally with, if you could picture your hands wide open, that's actually the symbol that we use in the course, hands wide open, releasing to God those things that we still don't understand those things we have no control over, those things we're hoping for, we're just letting it go. We're having this conversation with God and we're letting it go. We're saying, I'm not going to hold on to it anymore because by holding on and stressing, it's just, ah, it's not changing it. It's an act of surrender to Him. And again, th- these are these, these things that we hold on to can really keep us from joy in general, but from joy at the holidays. Because again, again, the holidays are going to bring out everything, all these extra emotions that we have. So I want to encourage you to find out and ask yourself, how can I release this to God? How can I let this go? What can I let go here in order to have some more peace, to have some more joy? Another thing that you can do to discover more holiday joy is really just Protect yourself in this place. If you are going through something difficult, really give yourself grace. Not setting yourself up for these false expectations or um, putting yourself in circumstances that you know are going to trigger you. You know, if there's a certain issue or, or situation that's going on, what can you do to minimize the stress there and make it less stressful? Um, you know, maybe there's a family situation where you're going into it, you know, it's going to trigger all these emotions. So, what can you do in advance? to build joy back into your life. And again, with my clients, we talk about something called brain priming, where we are creating new patterns in our brain to prepare us before that happens and um, to give us a different way to respond. Um, And so that's so important because, again, we are going to be, we're in a fallen world. We're, We're living every day. We can't just go live in a bubble. We have to move and encounter situations that can trigger us. 
So we have to come up with ways to say, I'm going to protect myself in this way, or I'm going to give myself grace if this thing is um, going to trigger me. Hey friend, the holidays are here and I know you want to create a holiday season that's full of joy, peace, and calm, not overwhelm and stress. I do too, and that is why I have a specific process I go through each year to create the most restful and joy-filled holiday possible for me and my family. And now I want to take you through that process too in this brand new resource, the Holidays Without Overwhelm Masterclass, so that you can create a calm holiday season focused on Christ that works for your family. I'll give you the specific tools you need to say yes to the restful holiday you want and no to overwhelm and stress, including a flexible week-by-week rhythm for your family that's based on your capacity, tools to keep you organized, to put your mind in the right place, and even an optional Christmas Bible study that focuses on preparing your heart for Christmas. I can't wait for you to go through this with me. Sign up now for the Holidays Without Overwhelm Masterclass at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash holidays. Another thing we can do, number one, two, three, four, this is number five, is to recognize, to look for the joy. Look around us. This is an incredibly important concept that I teach in the course that I teach on how to helping you connect with that, with relationship with God. Recognizing is noticing. It's just noticing where is God showing up in my life? How is he bringing us joy right now? How is he bringing me joy? How is he trying to show, hey, I'm real. I'm here. I love you. What is he doing in your life? And when we are stuck in the depths of these dark places, it is really difficult sometimes to find that. And so I encourage people when I when I am working with people who are maybe in a difficult place to to begin to create that choice to look for those things to recognize it and again there's a whole process that I teach around that but it's also a lot easier to create that recognizing ability or the glasses as what I talk about when things aren't so crazy and so chaotic and we can begin to see in the everyday God is good every single day. Whether you believe it, whether you see it in your life, He is good. He is in your life. He is working. He cares about you. He knows every detail of your life. And I promise you that He is showing up. I promise you, no matter what is going on, He is there. He is showing up. Even if you can't see it, He is there. We can learn to train and to recognize. We can learn to train our eyes and recognize these occurrences, these fingerprints of God, so to speak, in our lives. And that can be an amazing way to turn us around to joy. And there, also, I want you to know, when we know that God is with us, why is it so powerful? Because when we know God is with us, we can recognize, I can get through this. I can know that He's with me. I can get through this. It's just this comfort of knowing the God who loves me, the God who created me, and who knows every detail— He's with me. And so that gives me the courage to not just persevere through this situation, but to persevere with joy and to find joy and to be able to see joy. And then I also want to say that, you know, in terms of looking for joy during hard times and recognizing it, that there are certain joys and blessings that can only come through the mess. 
that joy and suffering, I heard one speaker say recently, they, they aren't mutually exclusive. We can have joy even in suffering. And that some joys can only come through suffering, right? That is such an important word because we think, well, joy can only look like everything lining up perfectly in my life and God giving me, quote, everything that I want. And let me tell you, if you're waiting for that to feel joy, you're never going to find joy because joy is not that. That is heaven. Heaven is everything working out the way you want. No pain, no problems, no issues with other people, nothing. You can have joy in the everyday and God wants you to have joy in the everyday. Even if it's not a huge thing you're walking through, He can give you joy every single day and that is something, again, that we have to learn how to recognize. So if we are in these places, we can ask ourselves, what would have to shift and change in order for me to see joy? Where could joy be? Yeah. So again, brain priming in this area can be a huge help. We can prepare our brain to be on the lookout for that. And and speaking of brain priming, there is a brain priming audio that's included in the Holidays Without Overwhelm Masterclass that allows your brain to think about those things or ways that God is showing up for you right now in your life, you know, to focus and to really begin to to get your brain thinking in that direction so that it's much easier to recognize it because your brain is is so magnificent. When we start opening up those pathways where we're thinking about things and we're starting to process them, the brain begins to start ruminating on them. And you'll notice you'll start seeing those things around you, right? But we have to get the brain started in the right way. So if you are interested in learning more about the Holidays Without Overwhelm Masterclass, again, there's lots of great things in that. We, we lead you through the process of that I use every year on how to create calm and peace and a less overwhelming kind of holiday season. Um, we create this rhythm, this this plan that works for you. Um, we give you the tools you need to get organized and to, to set things up, um, all these great things. That is in the Holidays Without Overwhelm Masterclass. And you can sign up for that class because it's a self-paced class. It takes a couple of days maybe to go through it. You can go there at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash holidays. And with an S on the end, holidays. So check that out if that is something that would encourage you to help find that joy is just to have a plan for it and to begin to recognize it and to deliberately begin going after it through things like brain priming, through things just with intentionality that that class will teach you how to do. All right, another way, and one of the last two here is seeking to be obedient and resting in God's promise to bring joy through obedience I have a Bible study method, and I wrote a Bible study on joy called Joyful. It's the Five Hours Bible Study Journal called Joyful, and you can get a copy of that at the fivehoursbiblestudy.com site. But this focuses on the big questions that we have about joy and why it can be difficult to find joy. And as I was prepping for that study and writing it, I was blown away just over and over at how many Bible verses there are that talk about how joy is found in obedience, that when we follow God— when we do what he tells us to do, we find deep joy. Just that those words are linked. It's really, really interesting. And that makes sense, right? Because if God created us to live a certain way and to be in perfect harmony with him, the closer we can get to that, the closer joy is going to be, right? So obedience to God through difficult times, it takes looking beyond the pain of that moment to that deeper faith in what he's doing in the long run. It's that place where we trust in the unseen 
And we believe that he's holding something greater for us, even though we can't see it yet. And we're rejoicing in that. So we're choosing to obey, even though we may not understand what's going on or why things are happening. It's just this surrendered trust and obedience that comes from that. I'm going through a study of the book of Joseph right now, and and we're noticing over and over how God is with Joseph. Even though Joseph is in prison, he's been obviously separated from his family. He's in Egypt. He's in a foreign land. He's suffering. I mean, just he's he's tempted by Potiphar's wife. He's a slave. I mean, there's just all these things that are happening to him. And God, Joseph chooses God's way, avoiding temptation and sin, choosing to humbly serve while he's planted, choosing obviously to shine the light of Christ because everyone around him sees that Joseph has this blessing and has has some sort of favor with God. I mean, it says that over and over. And then it says also that God is with him. So it's this beautiful picture of God showing up, God showing up. And when we are obedient, and of course, God showing up in our mess and bringing that joy, that joy that radiates out to others. It is possible, friend. It is possible. And again, joy starts with obedience. The last thing that I want to share is that in terms of discovering holiday joy is that Sometimes it's really powerful to just proactively invest in those activities that create joy, those things that create nourishment and calm in ourselves, right? Um, we talk about that aspect of keeping out those, those distraction things, those things that, that cause chaos. But what if we focused and intentionally focused on creating space for beauty and for the replenishment that we need, because it's not going to happen if we don't do it for ourselves. And the holidays, again, are a time of busyness. They can be. I mean, that's something that we don't need to tell ourselves, right? Oh, it's always busy. No, it doesn't have to be, but it can be unless we're intentional about it, which is what the Holidays Without Masterclass, excuse me, the Holidays Without Overwhelm Masterclass says and teaches you how to do. But we can also intentionally invest in those those things that create joy right if we're if we're not feeling joy at the holiday season and there are lots of things in the holidays that can create joy such as going through a christmas bible study and and really discovering that deeper closer relationship with god going for a walk i mean winter is a beautiful time to go on a walk depending on where you live in the country or if you're out in the city if you're in a place that's got a lot of snow, we're always available to go out and experience nature maybe in some way and just connect with God through silence and through meditation and finding those moments to just nourish your soul. You know, our soul replenishment needs to be more than just going to get a pedicure or just going, you know, whatever every once in a while or like, oh, well, I, I need to do this. Like we get to these 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 extreme points where we're just about ready to go throw something because we're so angry and frustrated and we think, okay, you know, bah, I'm going to freak out. But it's like, what if we just proactively built these into our lives? Again, that is a huge passion of mine, a huge mission of what I do here. But in terms of holiday joy, what could you do to bring beauty, to bring meaning, to bring wholeness, to bring soul fulfillment, purpose, significance? We have to be confident that God will fill us up when we do those kind of things that he has called us to do, to be obedient, yes, but also that nourish our soul. So I would encourage you to make a list of those things that fill your soul that could create some joy, create create some calm. And those may be holiday related. They may not be. That's totally fine either way. So 
I hope this has given you some things to ponder, some things to chew on in terms of how to find that holiday joy. And so I encourage you just to pick one or two of these things, you know, don't have to overwhelm yourself with this and take action on them this week before the holiday rush hits. Just be proactive in what that could look like. And then also speaking of taking action to create the holidays that you want, I want to invite you to go through my Holidays Without Overwhelm Masterclass. This is a four-session teaching that could be completed in a few days or just, you know, over a weekend, just for a few hours. It's a fabulous way to intentionally create a holiday season full of joy and peace. This is the process that I take myself through every year when I prepare for the holidays. And so we're going to determine not just what activities you want to include, but how to create that overall atmosphere that you really want, that driving force. You'll determine what's reasonable, what's doable based on your capacity this year. You're going to build a specific um, plan or outline of what your holiday season could look like. And then you'll set your mind up for success with additional brain priming activities that you can listen to to encourage peace. And then you'll have that option of doing a special Christmas Bible study to prepare your heart for Christmas. And of course, it's self-led, so you can go through it at your own pace. But obviously, the sooner the better you go through it is, is it's good because you can prepare yourself for the holidays. So to go through this powerful teaching in this masterclass, you can go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash holidays. Friend, it's always so good to talk to you. Always so good to hang out with you. I look forward to connecting with you again next week. I'll see you then. Have a great week. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you were encouraged or inspired by what was shared today, I would love it if you could take two seconds and leave an honest review in iTunes. I love hearing from you and these reviews help others find the podcast. And of course, be sure to subscribe to the show if you haven't already so you don't miss an episode. Bye for now, and I will see you back here next week.